guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Before we dive into today's episode, I first want to thank our sponsor, Therisage. Their Tri-Light panel has become my favorite biohacking thing for healing my body. It's a portable red light panel that I simply cannot live without. I literally bring it with me everywhere I go. And I personally use their red light therapy to help reduce inflammations in places in my body where honestly, I have pain. You can use it on a sore back, stomach cramps, shoulder, ankle. Red light therapy is my go-to. Plus, It also has amazing anti-aging benefits, including reducing signs of fine lines and wrinkles on your face, which I also use it for. I personally use Therisage Tri-Light everywhere and all the time. It's small, it's affordable, it's portable, and it's really effective. Head over to therisage.com right now and use code BEBOLD for 15% off. This code will work site-wide. Again, head over to Therisage, T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com and use code BEBOLD for 15% off any of their products. Hello, and welcome back to Solos with uh, my foil, Shawnee. Hi, Shawnee. Hello. Before we start and dive right into the next topic, you know, I have to do the same rigmarole speech I say almost every other time I do this podcast, which is if you haven't subscribed, please do so. It makes such a big difference in other people finding the show. It helps with the algorithm. And I just would really greatly appreciate you guys subscribing. So please click the button below. And that would be really great. Also, if there's topics, things that you are interested or curious to know more about, please let me know. Please leave it in the comments. And also, with ever any episode we do, back and forth dynamic interaction really helps us and helps us know, engage where and what we should be posting about, what event, current events, what topics, what things you are the most interested in. So please I encourage everybody to enter along on the dialogue and let us know. With that being said, today we're going to talk about a little bit of business stuff. We're going to talk about the idea of idea versus the execution. You know, we we always talk about the saying like it's 99% perspiration and only 1% inspiration. Again, same as idea versus execution, because I'm a big believer that it doesn't matter how amazing your idea is. It's all about the execution. So even when I have something that I want to do that I'm working on, I don't mind telling people what that idea is because it always will come down to who executes on it better. So just having the idea means nothing. It does nothing. It doesn't guarantee any type of success or traction. All it does is say that you know you are you have some innovative and creative great ideas and if you don't do anything with them it's just it stays flat and nothing happens so i really want to kind of really talk about this more because i want to get people inspired to not just have a good idea but then to do things and act on them so you can make that idea a reality how's mm-hmm. that sound I love that. I think it's very important. I've always been a very big idea person and I think I need to definitely be more of an execution gal. Listen, I mean, I got to be honest with you. Like there are people that I talk to 
who are still telling me about an idea or a thing that they're working on now that they were, they had the same idea and thing that they were working on 10 years ago, Mm. even longer, right? But they get distracted. They're working on other things. They're procrastinating. And the truth of the matter is like, again, I couldn't, I can't even stress this enough. You're never going to have all the answers. You're never going to know everything. The most important thing is to just start whatever that thing is and figure it out as you go. Don't get stuck in the minutia. Don't get stuck in the thinking what you don't know. Think about what you do know and kind of keep on moving forward and ask questions and ask people who know better than you as you go, because otherwise you're going to be stuck with this idea and it will never become anything. I promise you. I promise you. That's why it's usually the same people who basically ideate uh, and succeed over and over again. And it doesn't matter if that thing that they're doing fails, they can fail a hundred times, but one thing will hit versus that person who's trying to like get this one thing off the ground forever and ever and ever. Mm. And some of these things are amazing ideas, but then, you know, it doesn't matter if it, if it, it falls because you're not doing anything for it. So let's talk about execution a little bit. Let's talk about some of the things actually that I thought were stupid things that had a good execution and a really great marketing plan. And it became massive. Look at those pets that have like the chia pets. Chia pets. Remember the chia pets? Of course. How can I forget? I love them. Who would have thought in a million years that that would have ever been anything? Right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know much, how much money they made off of those chia pets? Do you know the number? How much I don't even know. I should, like probably I should, like billions. Look at it. No. Like a chia. How much did chia, Just look it up. Chia pet. I mean, I don't know. Worth. I don't know. Let's just see what comes up. They're $16 a piece and they made millions, millions of dollars every year. I mean, who would have thought that over 500 million over five? Exactly. I mean, I can go over all sorts of crazy things. The chia pet, uh, the kookiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Did you see the Um, potato thing? Potato parcel? uh, Which one is that? Oh my God. It absolutely crushed. It was when they, they would write messages on potatoes. I think it might actually still be. Oh my God. I do remember that. Yes. And they they are still active. They kill it. It's so funny that it's such a crazy concept, but they crushed. They crushed it. How about also the Beanie Babies? Remember those? Oh my God. Yeah. Beanie Babies. I forgot about those. Right? Oh my God, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies, the slink. I'm going to name a couple other things. By the way, this the Chia Pet is on like every single list of the most ridiculous things that actually worked. <laughs> oh, the Pet Rock. The- Do you remember the Pet Rock? Mm. The Pet Rock was a big one too. It was yes. a rock in a cardboard yes, box. Yes, yes, it yes. came with 36 page <laughs> about how to care. It came with a 36 page manual on how to care for this silly pet rock. Um, it was made by creator Gary Dahl, oh who's a rich God. man. He sold more than 1.5 million pet rocks, which he bought for a penny. He bought each rock for a penny and sold each rock for $4. He couldn't just go to the street and get rocks? Uh, he, listen, he That's bought it for crazy. a penny. I That's mean, hilarious. Okay? I put, I, and he says, I put about $5 million of today's money in my pocket, blah, blah, blah. He talks all about it. So, like, this is the thing, right? Like, no idea is too small no idea is too stupid too outrageous you need to think really out of the box or just figure something out there's there's always a need for something like mm. i can go on about these things do you remember the koosh balls those kooky balls you that, like the, str- yeah. the stringy ones i mean yeah those things guess how much that made i honestly like at this point it's a crazy millions just i'm assuming millions they sold the company for a hundred million dollars okay the snuggie <gasps> there's so many of these the snuggie is like half a bill no yeah, or higher the, the snuggie was 
I don't know. It's actually, uh, the last I checked the Snuggie, but that was a few years they ago. They sold more than 30 million of the body blankets called yeah, the they Snuggie. Yeah, t- they topped f- oh, anyway, 500 made, million. They made more than 500 million. Crazy. So a lot of these things, you know what they did in, for in, for execution? It was a different time a little bit. It, they did a lot of those made-for-TV things. Like a lot of mm. like, they bought airtime on TV mm-hmm. and then they sold them on TV. That would be kind of, the, that would be the equivalent of doing like social media right, right now right. or digital marketing. So my suggestion, if you're, if you have an idea or, or a product that you think is the next, you know, the next big thing, do small media buys, but do them in in social media and or do them in digital marketing. You can buy ads on podcasts. I'm not saying that to buy one online. I'm saying like in general, that's how people are marketing their stuff right now. A lot of these big brands, what they're doing is they are buying ad space on podcasts because that's the new medium where people's ears and eyes are, mm-hmm. right? So you go where you follow the trend, you follow where the people are. Podcasts, you you go on TikTok, you do Instagram, Facebook, all those obvious things. Influencer marketing, you can also do, and you do those podcasts with media buys. But you start small. You know, mm-hmm. you take a very small budget and see if it if it moves the needle. You can do a lot of conversions. Like I would recommend people really learning about how to do digital sales and digital marketing if you have a product that you really believe in. And if you don't, try to find somebody that's really good in that space. And maybe what you can do is you partner with that person and you can do a barter exchange or you can also, you know, give them a percentage of the business, like some stock to do something that you otherwise don't have the ability or understand how to do. Find people where you are weak to basically to amplify your your product, your business, and compensate for where you're weak with things that you're strong in. And to me, that's how you start. So you need to be super resourceful and find those people and make little make baby steps in the right direction. So you can actually start on the execution. It's like a shame to me when I see people and I'm like, oh my God, like that's such a stupid idea. How did that work? And they're like, well, I just, I just started. I just did it. I don't know. Like, do you know how many times I heard, I hear on a daily basis how the person had zero experience, zero talent, zero, zero, zero of everything. But the only thing that they did do was attempt. They just started and they started with the small thing that they could figure out. And then that thing steamrolled and led to something else and led to something else. And that's really the only thing you do. And that's what you do in, in execution, right? It's not, it's not about your idea. It's not about inspiration. It's literally about perspiration. It's about the work you put in. And if you fail, you just get right back up and try something different. 100%. It's interesting the um, correlation to this conversation and to how Bobby Althoff like took off because I was listening to her podcast about how she started everything and the theme. By the way, for people who don't know who that is, she's an ex this awkward mom on TikTok. Yeah. Is that she, the okay. No, no. So she yeah. So she started with awkward mom content on TikTok, but she started a podcast called the Pretty Awesome Podcast. I oh, think is that what it's, I think called? it's called? Okay. Um, or the Pretty Good Podcast. Oh, and I thought it was called Awkward Mom. Or no, she, no. she just still happens to be she an, awkward is an awkward mom. mom. Okay. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And she interviewed obviously some big names. She's had Drake on, which is really crazy. And I, the theme of like what she said that I thought was so spot on was like, she didn't know what the hell she was doing. She just did it. 
and she just sort of ran head first. And I think a lot of people are very cautious when they go into things like that. Like they wouldn't want to interview Drake right away because they're nervous that their interview style isn't good, that their production quality isn't good, that this, that, and the other isn't put together. They don't know how to run a YouTube or even get the audio up, but she didn't really care about any of that stuff. And I think the way that she just kind of went about doing it and just like trying, diving head first, who cares, you know? Okay. okay. I feel like it's really cool. Let me just say something about that. I agree, of course, wholeheartedly with what you're saying. I mean, this entire podcast and everything I talk about is about not overthinking something and diving in head first really and being bold and trying something. There is an element to what happened with her though that's luck. And I think that we can't discount luck. But in my opinion, you got to be out there to even make your own luck. That's the thing. She got lucky because she had someone else on. He Drake so happened to see something that she did that he liked. And then he started to follow her. And then she was very smart and shrewd, took advantage of that opportunity and asked him to be on the podcast. And then the podcast blew up and the rest happened. But what I'm saying is you have to create your own luck. Yes, she was lucky that that Drake saw that. Right. Not all of you are going to have Drake in your back pocket or in your corner. But my point is you can create your own luck by putting your, yourself in places where opportunities can happen for yourself. That is what has to happen. So it's about networking. It's about talking to people. It's about asking a lot of questions. It's about doing these little things because as little as something may seem, when you're doing it, it will lead you to something else. And things compound over time and they accumulate. And that's how you find other opportunities and seek other different things. But none of these things happen when you're sitting there with analysis paralysis and thinking how and what I don't mm. do, I don't know. Nothing happens on your couch. You got to get out there and you got to start moving. And or else whatever you're working on, whatever idea, whatever concept, whatever thing that that thing is, it will never move without that happening. You should brand that line in, into merch. Nothing happens on your couch. Such a great line. Nothing happens on your couch. Well, some, some, something can happen I mean, on your some couch. Some things happen on your couch. <laughs> it's just not, you know, the, like, well, listen. Anyway, the point <laughs> is that's the point. Okay. Uh, it's only an idea is only an idea without any execution behind it or action or movement or any of that stuff. And I know we, we say this all the time and I repackage that, but I it's because it's so important. And if, if there's anything that you get from my podcast or any of the things that I talk about, it is the fact that it has nothing to do with talent or skills. It has to do with action and being bold and chasing what you want and not just taking what's in front of you and making shit happen for yourself because nobody is going to be a better advocate for you making things happen the way you want to than yourself. You need to design, you need to curate the life that you want, do the things that you want, spend the time doing things that you want, do the career that you want, but you need to do the work to get there. I like it. Like, follow, subscribe. Like, follow, subscribe. <laughs> Have a great one, guys. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. 
Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.